<laughs> hey guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love but no one else gets and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, adventure doesn't come any bigger than this. Forget all you know or you think you know. A world where heroes come in all sizes and adventure is the greatest magic of them all. Beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. Because we're talking about Willow. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> where in the hell are we? I'm so sure. Want a date? Listen, sister, if I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing is turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. Just look like you like me, and let's fan time. All right? No. It snakes after this pig. Wolfman's got Mars. What did I say? No jelly rolls. What are you going to do to me, Daddy? And you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Because, hey, motherfucker. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor, uh, head over to our iTunes page, leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. And if you want to continue to support the show even farther than that, you can head over to our Redbubble page. Uh, either search uh, Cult Film Shop in the search bar there or search uh, CFIR. It will take you to our shirts. You can purchase one there. And uh, that helps us out too. So if you want to do that, that'd be great. Then head over to our YouTube page subscribe there we got some new content coming to you very soon then on july 20th we have uh our live event that will be guess where phoenix film bar yet again as we host a night of the creeps yeah should be a fun time you can get your tickets where chris oh the filmbarphx.com that's right get your tickets now i think this is going to be a hot ticket this I one. think it's going to sell out. It's going to uh, be an exciting event. It's a night of the creeps, guys. It's a night of creepiness and and h- hilarity and sick ass mustaches. I think this is a good audience, uh, a good film to see with an audience. Yeah, I think so too. So I agree. I'm excited. So come out. So bring your push brooms and <laughs> <laughs> bring your mustaches. It's got Tom Adkins in it. So yeah. as always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilmberg. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salucio. Hello, everyone. Tonight we are talking about Willow. It was directed by Ron Howard. Came out in 1988. Had a budget of 35 million. Made 57.3 million at the box office, and currently sits at a 53 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This is Mike's pick. Mike, why'd you pick Willow? I'll tell you why. Because this this movie was on repeat of my entire childhood. I've probably seen this film so many goddamn times. <laughs> I can't even. I don't even know what that number could be. <laughs> And then it just disappeared one day. One day it was gone. And then um, I heard somebody mention it. And then somebody on Facebook mentioned it. And then all of a sudden everybody's like, where's Willow at? Like it's coming back in some sort of resurgence. So I go rush to say, hey, Kyle, I think we should, we should do this film. And we were like, cool, where do we get it? And I go on Amazon. And like the Blu-ray is like $160. <laughs> and it's streaming nowhere. Wow. So my question is, how the fuck does a Ron Howard film disappear? I got. I think I have an answer for that. I I, I would love to know, but I I picked it so that we could uh, reminisce because I I really feel like this film is making a comeback. Is, is, did they announce a Willow two? I don't I don't know. I hope so. But it's I didn't <laughs> know that it was making a comeback. I had no idea that that it's, was. It's making happening. a comeback in my mind, Chris. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if a oh, com- I go through these too. I have a lot. If, this if happens a, to me a lot a too. Comeback means uh, two people mentioning it on Facebook <laughs> and me being like, "That's weird. Where is Willow?" Yeah. That, that's what I this call it. This happens to me a lot. This you can find it easily on videotape, so I never thought it was like that. What's a videotape? Tell, a, tell some of I our fans what a was, videotape is, Chris. I think someone, somebody was telling me that, that all the copies of this movie on Laserdisc also do not work. Interesting. That's a big fuck up. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Do they just like deteriorate yes. fast? Yeah, you think they yeah. get disc rot real, real quick. Yeah. So what do you think it like? Well, I mean, do we have an answer? Do we? Did anyone look this up? Like, well, why the fuck can't no, I find Willow I, anywhere? I, I, I never I thought an it answer. was that hard. I, do I didn't think look. I have an answer. What do you think? Does this change when? When is this part of Lucas Films? Does this get bought up by Disney? See, now this is what I thought too, and I I talked to my girlfriend about this too. I was like, because we were like, we we were gonna go watch to it Volk. together, and I went to go Amazon Prime. It's not there, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder if it has to do that Disney bought Lucasfilm. And now they own the rights. But, like, it doesn't explain 
like how do they get rid of all of them? So because fast? they'll, they'll they put do it the, all their movies. Yeah, they put it in the vault, dude. They know how to lock supply, shit in the vault. Supply and demand that shit. Okay, so they you should you should ask the internet with hashtag waiting for Willow. Waiting for Willow. Yeah. yeah, they locked it down or something like that, and I guess they're gonna wait for. But this is the thirtieth anniversary. Like, why wouldn't they be releasing it now? True. Yeah, that's a good question. That is a really good question. Like, th- and that's I another mean, reason why I picked it, it's too. the same question we have about Christian Slater films. Why aren't those uh, available? I don't know. Which ones have had a 30th anniversary? <laughs> Probably all of them at this point. Here's the thing I said to myself after watching this film. Huh. Surprised no one's re- trying to remake this or make a sequel. I did say that. That's funny. I, thought, I actually yes. thought that I had heard that they were going to try to do some I read on Wikipedia thing. that there is there was talks of it in a TV show form creating like a sequel. Okay. But mm, that's but not a bad idea I'm either. Like, but when I read that, I was like, why? Like, I don't feel like I don't. I need to why? really know anything. What do you? Else. What do you mean? Why? The Adventures of Willow. It was just. The, it was just an adventure. It was just like he went on this adventure. No, and... now the new adventure starts at the end. He yeah. becomes a sorcerer. He becomes. Yeah, that takes place. You could do a whole little girl series growing, on him training. This little oh. girl who's growing up to be queen of this land is being raised by an e- like a lady who used to be pretty evil, and a guy that was a thief. And now they're yeah, like it's gonna essentially. Take a, it's gonna take, Willow's gonna have to come <laughs> back. And then, like, some, whoop some asses back into shape. It's like, I, what do they make it like a sitcom? Well, oh, the Laura Dannon show. <laughs> I guess that's why they would want to do it. She's TV a murderer. Because you can have, you know, so many. Well, in the land, yeah. the land and the lore of this land, you have different races. You have, like, you can expand on this very much. Oh, yeah. This is a whole different world. Yeah. Like, you could expand on this and make oh, a yeah. thing. Definitely. But, I don't know. Anyways, I mean, I mean, doesn't this kind of like maybe just, like what the Hobbit kind of was? Like, I mean that 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 one oh, we're book gonna... that turned into an entire <coughs> series. Yeah, this was more yeah. like the Fellowship of the Ring. Yes, this is more like a Lord. A bit, of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked yeah. up more Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings vibe on this, which I, I was going to say for later on in the show, but we can tackle it. No, now we don't have to. Nah, we can get back get to get it into, later. Uh, Has anyone not seen this film? I had not seen this film. I figured that Ooh, much. I know I kind of could have guessed that. By that. I not. I'm not. Why? Why? Because I feel like I've seen this movie a hundred times, like Mike has, and the place that I saw it was like fucking TNT, dude, or like TBS. You thought it's just another another case of Kyle not having cable. Yes. What? Could be. That's yeah. not at all my dude. This this movie was everywhere. Watch. I feel like in my childhood, like growing up, I just had a VHS of it that was like you know that recorded off of HBO or something. I like don't that. think I had a VHS of it. Mm. I just watched a lot on like TBS. I feel like yeah. on TV. I don't remember if this I wasn't was that. A... I wasn't the biggest person into like adventure films when I was younger, though. Yeah, like but I was all Willow. about like I was all about Never Ending Story. I watched the shit out of that, but like Dark Crystal, I never wanted to watch that. Never liked it very much. Um, most of most of the other Jim Henson films from that era, and is... some other some like like Legend. I didn't see Legend until I was older. It's funny I didn't that see you Legend until Dark I was Crystal. older either. That was the one I was actually I was gonna pick before I picked this one. See? Uh, that would have been a Willow, good... Willow won out over Dark Crystal for me. I feel that way in life, too. <laughs> feel that way in life? But this is the first time... As for, no, as if I had to pick out of those two movies, but oh, I gotcha. haven't seen either in a really long time. Right. This is the, this is a nice refresher. So if I actually own Dark Crystal and it's not hard to find. <laughs> to this Chris, one. when did you see the old I, Willow? I actually... I have... Dude, this came out in 88... I know for a fact that the first time I saw it was in when I was in kindergarten because I used to go to a babysitter's house and she'd always put this on and Dick Tracy. Those are the two movies nice. that we'd always watch. Nice. And I loved this movie as a kid. And but the thing is is I hadn't watched it probably since I was real young, you know, but I but when I was watching it I wore the reels out. Like this movie was like my shit. <laughs> Same here. This movie I like was on loop for me also. Yeah, exactly. It was like the ba- it was like the babysitter you know, turning on the babysitter. For and then us. I don't know what happened. Like, Mike, I'm right there with Mike. At some point, <laughs> I know that came out. I know. Wrong. So I was like, turning on the I babysitter. I mean, like, she, you know, the this TV. really turned on the babysitter. Willow was Willow the, was her fucking jam. Willow, Willow was the babysitter for you know, a good two hour, two hours and five minutes. At some point in my life, though, Mike is 100 percent correct. Willow just disappeared in my life. It and just I disappeared. I don't know when that was. Yeah. I think maybe I had seen it so many times, I was like, I don't ever have to see that movie again. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Because, yeah. I mean, there was a long time of, like, I haven't seen Dark Crystal in a while. Yeah. You know, it's like, but, but the thing like, is, that, like, when Willow disappeared, it, like, literally disappeared. Like, I can't, you can't find it anywhere. It's so funny because someone left us I a comment shit. on Instagram today yeah. about why can't we ever find movies. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I don't know. Don't true. ask yeah. us. Yeah. They're like, don't you have Pirate Bay? <laughs> oh, shit. I don't trust that shit, dude. Well, guys, guess what? It's time for Plots with Mike. Hey, Willow. It's about uh, this, this. It takes place in this fantasy world. There's an evil queen. Her name is Bav Morta. And uh, one day she receives a prophecy that says that uh, a, a young ba- a baby being born at this time is going to grow up into a queen. It's going to take her down. She obviously doesn't want that to happen. So she gets her army to go out and try to find this baby and kill it. It has like a birthmark. That's how they're going to find out who this baby is. Um, it almost gets caught, but um, the mother kind of uh, scurries it off away, uh, kind of rolls it down river. And uh, so that <laughs> Pavmore doesn't get her clutches on this baby. And uh, <laughs> it washes up ashore uh, to this village of uh, a race of people known as Nelwins, right? Uh, that includes Willow, who is our title character. He is a aspiring magician. And uh, he has a family. And they take a liking to this baby. Uh, but then one day the village is attacked by some kind of weird dog-like creatures. And then the no ones realize, okay, these these creatures are coming after us because this baby, this baby's bad news. What do we do? So they get together and they say, all right, we'll send out some of our no ones, including Willow, and we'll go to see if we can give it to the first Daikini, which is another race of people. Uh, we'll give it right to them, and uh, we'll just come on back home and just go on about our daily lives. Uh, so they go out. Uh, the only Daikini that they first, well, the first off, the Daikini's don't want this baby. Like, no one wants to just take over a baby. Uh, but they do find one guy that is seems willing. His name is Mad Mardigan. He's a thief. Uh, after some coercing, uh, he kind of says, okay. Uh, some things happen, and then it's only really Willow and Mad Mardigan. They decide that they have to get this baby. They understand the direness of this baby uh, and making sure it doesn't get into the, the clutches of Bab Morda. So they uh, go on a journey, as it were, a quest. To save the baby. One one might even call it a fellowship. <laughs> one might call it a fellowship of two. <laughs> Willow and Mad Mardigan. Yes. So that's it. That's plots with Mike. There you have it. That's uh that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Well that was really stupid, Peck. Don't call me a peck. Oh, I'm sorry. Peck. Peck. Peck, 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 peck. You be careful. I am a powerful sorcerer. See this acorn? I'll throw it at you and turn you to stone. Ooh. I'm really scared. No, don't! Don't! There's a a peck here with an acorn pointed at me! I wouldn't want to waste it. Ha! Peck, 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 peck. Ooh, where to start? Where to even start? It's a high fantasy. It's a high fantasy. Well, yeah, let's start with that. What is a, what is the difference? Let me ask you this. High fantasy, what is it, Mike? What is a high fantasy film? So high fantasy is like the Lord of the Rings type of fantasy, right? Like it normally, as I've understood it, the difference between high fantasy and low fantasy is often that high fantasy takes place in a world that is not like Earth, not like the world we know. And low fantasy is a little bit more realistic. Like, it could even take place on Earth, right? So, like, like Conan the Barbarian, yeah, it's a sword and sorcery film, but it's also low fantasy, right? Like, there's not, like, too... I mean, there is magic and stuff like that, but it's kind of more steeped in reality a little bit. The guy turns into a snake. No, I no, I understand that. <laughs> I understand that, but... And touche! <laughs> but like it's it's not it's like not a thing that's like in high fantasy like there's lots of races of different people it's just a like a whole other world um that exists um the 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 hero is it like the universe is bigger in no, a high it's fantasy like, it's like a Narnia. no it's more like the yeah like a narnia like it's more of a fantastical concept yeah. of a world something that somebody had to create you know yeah versus well, like, like in this movie, the Dakinis, right? Dakinis? Yeah, yeah, they're humans. They're humans. Right. And, and the L ones are like dwarves. Dwarves. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. You know, and then there's actually even like like what seems to be like an elvish kind of fairy yes. woman at some point and in there's, time. So and there's like, brownies, which I'm sure right. I've, I've seen I've heard brownies before in other other yes. uh, is high fantasy more like anything goes then? No, not okay. It there's that too. I mean, I wouldn't say anything. Yeah, I, I guess it could, yeah. Well, I guess yeah. The sky's the limit, really, if you think about it. I mean, but because magic fantasy, now, it low fantasy is big. a little bit not as big, right? right? So in high fantasy, it like 
a magician can call forth a dragon and, you know, make demons and, like, do all kinds of things and maybe destroy the world or something like that. Like, the sky's more the limit. The other thing, though, that high fantasy deals with is, like, the hero concepts, right? Like, in a sword and sorcery film, he's we've established he's normally, like, an anti-hero, right? In high fantasy, it's often, like, a chosen one mm-hmm. who has, like... Like a like a like a like a mentor that follows him into a realm of adventure, and then that hero has to overcome like obstacle upon obstacle, and by the end of it, he becomes like this great warrior, right? right? Like you know, Conan is not that dude. Conan follows no one. He's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already a great warrior, and he'll fuck you up. <laughs> and uh, by the end of it, he doesn't really change. <laughs> this kind of goes from village to village, fucking shit up, right? That's just different than like the prince that has to find the, the the maiden, and by the end of it, he becomes a king. You know, yeah. And this that's will, a high fantasy. Kind and this it's funny to me because the thing too is like, I don't know. I mean, at the time, I guess he had done like Cocoon and I'm th- Ron Howard. I'm talking about. Yeah, like he wanted to do a fantasy film. Like that was one of his things. Is like he wanted to do a fantasy film, and here comes you know George Lucas. We had to wait for technology to catch up so he could do this film. Mm-hmm. I think he was like some, some. I think he said something like fifteen years. It took him to get this movie made. Yeah, he approached him in like seventy two or something, and they didn't make it until the start making it until the eighties, like eighty seven, right? like eighty seven. Yeah, yeah. It's when because the, the budgeting for this, they couldn't get anyone to finance it. And Industrial Light and Magic, I think, had and Lucas Films put up like half the budget for rights to some back-end deal of screenings going on. They're like the video. I think all they got was the the distributor. All they got was like the video deal. Okay. On it, I think. All right. So, but anyways, it was something like that and and to make this film, but it took this long. And I was just, I like Ron Howard as a director. I do. He's one of those, he's one of those ones I think that uh, you can put in the same realm as, um, like we were having the discussion the other night of like, so certain people's careers and like where they either fall off or if they keep going and Ron Howard is one of those people that's like he'll have some fucking home runs man and then he'll have some real turds in there I don't think anything he's ever made has been a real turd <laughs> I was just I have to find out now because I've never looked at him as that type of director that had any turds I, I really. think the um, what's the ones with Tom Hanks didn't do too well the angels and the the demons and the angels, angels and in the demons? outfield. What angels and demons? Yeah, you mean you mean all of the Da Vinci oh, like Code da Vinci, movies? Yes. That, those, no, those movies. Those are very successful. Good movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. A Beautiful Mind, Apollo thirteen, Frost Nixon. Like I mean, these were all no, well made. Movies. I haven't heard one hit yet. These were all hits. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. You <laughs> in my face. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking here. Yeah, I mean this guy, Ron Howard is 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 that guy you just love. Like you just look at him and you're like, I like you. You're always smiling. You love making movies. I was watching a behind the uh, <laughs> scenes thing up here while I was doing the white when I started the whiteboard and Kyle was up here with me and he had the baddest ginger mustache. <laughs> While oh, yeah. while filming this movie, that thing was fucking badass. He looked, he, he looked like fucking Irish Wyatt Earp, dude. Yeah, he looked sick as hell. Damn. And not to mention my favorite Ron Howard moment when he shows up in the video for blaming on the alcohol. Does anybody know that? What? Check out the video blaming on the alcohol. Jamie Foxx is blaming on the alcohol, and it's all them getting like crunk out in a club. And Ron Howard's like hanging out there with like some women and shit, and he's just like cheersing to. Is it Ron Howard? Like it's such a weird like moment where you see Ron Howard in like an ascot or something like well, that. Well, I think he started what working with George Lucas on American Graffiti. Yeah. 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 Ron Howard's been, I mean, listen, Ron Howard's been in the, the business since he was a child. <laughs> yeah. I mean He knows everyone. He knows everybody. And now his daughter's in the Jurassic Parks. Yep. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. That you know You know what? I feel like he really loves it and I just love that he is a filmmaker. I agree with that. I do feel like he really loves it too. I get that out. You know, he's one of those ones where it's like he's just has a you can tell he has a blast doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes across in his films. You know what I mean? I think so. It's as he picks interesting topics and they're always like Right. I but I like that he also is too is like I just I always want to do a high fantasy film. <laughs> yeah, he wants to do a fantasy film. He does a fantasy and film. And Lucas is like, I got something. And then Ron Howard did a very smart thing and said, Cool. I got this guy who can rewrite it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what do you think? Yeah, it's about midichlorians. We're going to have these midichlorians around here. And then that's where it goes. Yeah, 
Willow was actually the ninth installment of Star Wars. A lot of people, Not don't, a lot know of people don't know that. Yeah, a lot of people don't it's know that. The Ewoks journey. It's actually, yeah. how this ends: the Ewoks had to deliver a baby Jedi. Well, no, and that's where he, <laughs> yeah. that's where he met Warwick Davis. Was on uh, was it Return of the Jedi? Yeah, he was? yeah, yeah he was Wicket. Yeah, he was famously known as Wicket, not only as the Leprechaun but also Wicket. Yeah, Warwick is ha- has had dude. A he's been in, he has dude. It's <laughs> actually has. really good. He's been in Harry Potter. Like dude, he's I love yeah. him. Warwick when Davis, I look, uh, especially classic. in this movie, I want to say I love Warwick Davis. Well, I mean, he, it's I mean, how often does Warwick Davis get his own titled movie? Like. I mean, he started strong. Like yeah. I feel like you know, like literally, you are the title character. Yeah. In basically a movie that the guy that made Star Wars is doing, you know, it's like, I mean, he lucked out. But look at like ha- like all the iconic things he ha- kind of has done. You know. Yeah. No, he has. He's dude. He's 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 really good. And in this movie, it's nice because you get to see like that charm. He comes. He has a very. He's very charming. Yeah. In this film, and that so is fucking Val Kilmer, though. Man, yeah, both of those dudes, like, man, he, like, they were on their game in this. in this film. Both of them. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking they were ha- like Ron Howard was just having fun because it seemed like both of them were having fun. I I agree. I mean, he was definitely, yeah, he was like magnetic in this film. I loved everything. Because can we just talk about it? Like, <laughs> I don't know whose fucking idea it was to. To be like, I'm the greatest swordsman in the world. And like, the fr- I've never seen anybody swing a sword like he does in this film. Where he's like throwing the sword around like in the air. I mean, it's completely impractical, but like, <laughs> it looks so badass. Like, every time he picks up a sword, he does this like, flip. yeah, the flip yeah. thing, right? Where he grabs the handle. Right. And it's like, it's so funny. Like, the first time he gets a sword in his hand, and, and Willow's like, you are the greatest. Like, it's just like he's spinning around and shit. <laughs> like, I don't know whose idea it was to do that, but. I made him look so badass. And even as a kid, I was like, oh, my God, that's so fucking cool. I mean, nowadays, I'm looking at it just like, he threw the sword in the air. That's kind of stupid. Like, yeah. It's just a cool move. Well, this, like a tit or something. this movie was definitely made it, was made for, it was made for kids with adults in mind. Yeah. Is what I understood. And, like, we were talking that it borrowed from Lord of the Rings. I think that's pretty apparent. That Very, it, yeah. Especially in the first half of the film. But I also think that they tried to pluck, like, Princess Bride stuff out of this. I don't know what came out first. I, don't, I, I mean, Princess I don't know Bride. that I would say Princess. Bride. I mean, like something like the humor area, the humor area, the humor. It's, no, but area, Prin- Princess humor? Bride is played for laughs. Oh, like, it's definitely. I mean, is. it's a parody almost. But of, I mean, like, this is not any. I, this no, is no, a, but I mean, serious film. And like, I guess I would say in the relationship part, I see it between Val Kilmer and uh, and Willow. Princess no. Bride was eighty seven, so this is a year later. Yeah, I mean, but this was like this was already in the works for yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah, I'm well, sure. What, I'm what, wrong. what I mean is, like is that like the, I just picked but up the Princess the Bride is a joke. Like it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, a big parody funny, of the entire yeah. of the whole the whole high fantasy yeah. shit yeah. that was going on at the time. I think that I see the parallels with the Fellowship of the Ring, but I feel like it completely deviates as soon as the uh, as soon as <laughs> as soon as his fellowship leaves him and he's on his own, Dude, and that's that, when yeah. it splits off. And it kind of it, it, I love the movie because I felt like oh, this is this. This is a ripoff of Lord of the Rings, and then when it gets to that point, it's like the the film really takes on its own life, and it kind of like, I, I mean, yeah, you could probably draw parallels from other fantasy films out there, but I felt like it just kind of plowed its own fucking ground forward from that point. It's cold as ice. Those dudes is cold as ice. Who's that? The his fellowship. Yeah, bro. Oh no, they're fucking they're dipped out. They're not do or die. No, they're not do or die at all. No, no, and I love the (laughs) I loved the uh, the the town wizard. And when he saw that asshole guy like talking shit, yeah, and and he's like, "Let me look at the bones again." Yeah, <laughs> you, you're gonna go. I like that too. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the movie, like as far as the writing in this film, there's some clever stuff that like made me laugh. I thought the writing sure. was was on point, but uh, me and Mike were talking about. It. I really coming back to Ron Howard. I think the directing in this film was like fantastic because mm-hmm. I really fucking love the relationships that happened in this film. They all feel cohesive and they all feel real. Like the relationship between Willow and his wife, and when they're saying their goodbyes, it's kind of like it's a little oh, gets you. You're I like, get you, yeah. you're like, oh man, it's they're gonna like, be apart now. Yeah. It's such a real response to like whoever plays Kaya. What's her name? She's we have it listed down. Here. She's so good in this. Yeah, she's subtle. She's like very subtle, very very like. Her name is Julie Peters. She, she plays it just right. Like it's so un- she like plays it like really understated. Like especially when she's saying goodbye, it's not like I'll love you forever and I'll wait forever. Like it's not even like I that. She's like two candles. She just says like I'll miss you when you're gone. Like 
We've never been apart. We've never been apart. Like, and it's just such a, a thing that, like. She trusts him that yeah. much that she's like, you know, I, I believe that you'll be you know, okay. This, this is what the bones said. You got to yeah. do what the bones say. I mean, All I don't know. The, I just love yeah. that. No, yeah. I do too. Well, did, I, you ne- or did you guys recognize everyone? But Chris, did you guys recognize the, the High Aldwin? Yeah, yes. it's it's uh, the guy from Masters of the Universe. It's Gwildor. It's Gwildor. Yeah, it's Gwildor. Yeah. Yeah. Except for did Chris, because he didn't review he, it. Oh, yeah, he wasn't there for that one. Chris doesn't know Gwildor. Yeah, did you, <laughs> re- did you recognize who playing Bav Mora? You know, do you recognize that woman? No. She is the one, the Looks same familiar. woman that plays Mombi in Return of the Oz. Yes! The girl with the oh heads. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought that, but I was like, it can't be. I'm just, is, think, yeah, I'm just crazy. Yeah. Yes. Typecast, man. She is typecast. No, she's got, a, <laughs> she's got a great look. That's why. James, oh, I agree. James Horner did, did did the music though, and I think a lot of those emotional scenes that you guys are talking about, like, were were definitely because the of the music and the this music film. in this oh, is fantastic. Yeah. It's great music. This is and this is what kind of drives me crazy when we've been talking about this because uh, you know one of our listeners brought it up too. Is man, I was kind of shocked when I saw. Not only the reviews on on um, Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes, but like Metacritic for this it's, film, it's like yeah, forty two percent. It's one of these films that like I don't understand where all these bad reviews are even coming from because I don't know a single person that doesn't like this film. <laughs> well, I I mean, and there's this, I mean, there's things. I'm wrong sure with, there are people that yeah, exist totally that don't, don't like this film, but it's like Hook. Like Hook is notoriously like <laughs> low, but I don't know a single person is like that's a fucking classic. Like I don't know a single person that doesn't love the fucking movie Hook. Fantastic <laughs> movie. Yeah, yeah. And, yet, and like I've seen it even as an adult and been like, still a good movie. <laughs> still love it. Still love it. <laughs> it's like this film too. Like still, still solid. But apparently, you know, everybody talks. People talk about this film as being like one of George Lucas's failures. Like it's a weird thing. That's weird. And I don't understand why. Do you think it's a... Uh, we've asked this question before. We asked it with Die Color Clowns in, uh, in Outer Space. Do you think it's a nostalgic thing? Because there is bad... kind of do. There is bad things about this movie, dude. Like, this motherfucking movie... In, uh, let's uh, The editing. Is, the editing? Yeah, dude. Like, there's, a, there's a lot of sideswipe, uh, like, fades. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we're like... I was, I was waiting for, like, a star fade at one like, point. That, I mean, it's, it's a Star Wars thing, it, because yeah. Lucas used to do that when, like, Millennium Falcon... There's he a did that with, shots. like, that's all of his transitions exactly. between different locations. They always locations. go sideways and yeah. stuff. I always thought it was because he was trying to get, like, a pulp novel... Yeah. Look or like a graphic novel, but it doesn't fit for on. a high fantasy film for me. At least I didn't. You know, yeah, I, honestly, noticed I didn't. Notice. I didn't, I didn't like even Hawk notice. Did Slayer it. do that shit too? Like, isn't Hawk that... Slayer did everything, <laughs> dude? I noticed. I, I, it threw me out of the film because I noticed it. I was like, I never what? noticed it. That's weird. Well, it's funny. You, you were like, this is a long hour and a half film, and it was a two hour and twenty minutes or whatever the fuck it was, right? <laughs> yeah. It didn't, didn't feel like it to me. Like this movie felt like, felt like Pacing. good. Pacings, I would say, for pacing wise, though, with this movie, uh, just a little bit in the beginning. I feel like the beginning is a little. The slow. beginning, I, th- yeah. I feel like when they're at the crossroads is like the most drawn out part. It is of so the movie. drawn out, yeah, and it, it just doesn't long. need to be that long. The rest of it, like as soon as, as as soon as like what did I say, Mike? As soon as he gets the baby back, it's just like boom, boom. it just happens. The no, whole I, fucking movie. I, yeah, I agree. Once the baby comes flying, uh, you know. By flying through the woods by yeah. a fucking eagle claw, yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah. And then it's like as soon as they get on that shield, it's just like nonstop action. It's like battle oh, that's, after battle. That's after what I battle. said. Yeah, it was after the snow part yeah. was when it was just like fucking high speed. Oh, for I love the snow well, part. Yeah, well, you know, and the crossroads does have one good setup. It's when Jake Busey. Who looks fantastic in this movie? Doesn't age, Jake Busey. <laughs> Who's Jake? Who's the blonde Jake guy? It's not Jake Busey, but it's no, the the redheaded like dude. B- he looks like a Busey, that's for sure. He does. Uh, Ga- Gavin. Uh, what is it? Kevin. Kevin O'Hurley. Kevin Busey. <laughs> he looks like a Busey in this film, man. He does. He, he, does d- like he doesn't look like a Busey in every movie, but in this because he's been in a lot of movies. But he looks like a goddamn Busey in this film. Oh I was like, God, fuck, is that Jake Busey's? <laughs> How many Busey's are we going to say? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we got to rate this Busey's, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a cool, like, kind of interesting character, too, because he knows. He gives you he gives you the backstory of uh, Mad Morgan, basically. Right. Yeah, basically that he's alone. I, he, he bears no allegiance to a king. He's a mercenary. He's basically a ronin, like nobody likes I, him. I liked much. the supporting characters movie too. The only oh, the only it, ones yeah. that I like, I was like I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate these two or the two brownies that go along. You're they're right. they're a little irritating at first, but like towards the end when they like they're like charging with everyone, I was just like maybe it just wore down on me, but I was like, 
right, these guys are funny. They definitely wear down on you. Yeah, they do. They do. Their jokes fall flat. They wear down to the point that I don't care anymore. I think that's what I Maybe they were funny to kids. That's the thing is, I think to kids, that's the characters. Because I remember loving them as a child. Yeah, now looking back on like I was like, oh, man, nothing they say is funny. Plus, the thing I did like about them, though, they're both very unsavory. Uh, creatures. Yeah. They're trying to bang and get trash every chance they get. <laughs> Pretty much. They're trying to like. That's Kevin Pollock, right? Kevin Pollock was one of the. Yeah. yeah. One of the brownies. This, brownies, is, this is, is the one. Weird. This is the role that set him off. Yeah. This Dude. is the one that. It's funny because you can start his career. You can yeah. see he's giving his all. You know? Yeah, he's definitely giving his all. What are you going to do? This is a Ron Howard film. What are you going to do? This is Ron Howard film. What are you going to do? This is a Ron Howard film. What are you going to do? Ron Howard, George Lucas. Look it up. Google it. Look it up. Here's the deal. We're going to we're gonna have you play like an inch tall. Creature, we're I, barely going to be able to see you on the screen. Well, the, you're going to have to play the way this way. I loved the way that it was shot, though, for them. I loved yeah. the way that that it even that good. whole scene was shot because I started getting little. I got little resemblance of Army of Darkness when he gets attacked by all the mini versions. Yeah. But but then I was like comparing the two in my head. I was like, this looks so much fucking better. It was though. very yeah. very. It was that was the goal of her travels moment when they're being uh, tied yeah. tied down. Yeah. I noticed that it did. Like I said, it borrows it borrows from other adventure stories, but it does it. So I don't know. It does it with a heart that's just does it? Does it, it. it does it with its own fucking character. Def- yes, definitely have a crush on Sorsha for sure. Joanne Whaley. <laughs> well, that was also the yeah. other the other thing I brought up earlier that I love the relationships in this film and the direction because I love the way that Sorsha and Mad Marion's relationship fucking built in this movie. Like I believed it. Yeah. How could Me you too? I yeah. bought it. I Come was on, like, though. maybe. How it could you have. how could yeah. you not believe anyone falling I, in love with Val Kilmer <laughs> at that time? Did well, you not look at no, him? No, it was it was more, I it fell was in more love with Val him. it was more Val Kilmer falling in love because with this person that he hates and it's so funny he's like, I said poetry? <laughs> honestly though, who couldn't fall in love with Val Kilmer that easily? Who couldn't fall in love with Joanne Whaley in this movie? Oh, I mean, it's. Well, I think I did at, they, at, a, at a young age when I, I saw this movie. They both did. They were married for like a wow. decade or like 12 <laughs> years or something like that. Really? Yeah, these, yeah Val Kilmer and Joanne Whaley awesome. got married. Yeah. They they're all started here, guys, on the um, set of Willow. Ron Howard brings people together. He does. You see, because it's such a happy time, you know? You're like, yeah. I want to be in that land all the time. I, and I liked... Sorsha's character too like her sword is cool looking yeah, all the dude. weapons in this are fucking kind of cool but her like weird like steak knife looking like sword don't you watch back. don't you watch this movie everyone but Chris don't you watch this movie and go man t- t- I wish Masters of the Universe looked like this <laughs> yeah, yeah I do I fucking did man I was like damn dude if Masters of the Universe looked like this the Masters of the Universe would have been a badass movie that would have been a badass Skeletor <laughs> Well, if Masters right. of the Universe movie just kind of followed the, the actual film, it there's, would have been a, bad, it, a badass movie. There's imagery in this film. What, one, for one thing, that mask that I've completely forgot about but has been was burned into my Yeah, what is that? Is that a gorilla skull? Yeah. It's a human skull. No, that's a gorilla. No, I think it's a gorilla No, maybe skull. it's a skull from one of those one of those those warthog dogs. No, that's what that was just a dog. That was just a dog with a rug thrown on it. <laughs> that was the cheapest fucking effect in this in this whole movie. No, I said they I couldn't do any. Cool. I didn't think they could do anything better. I thought it looked good. I liked I, it. I even told Mike, I was like, you know what? For for putting a costume on a dog, like it looks pretty good, man. <laughs> it looks more real than I fucking the CG shit, man. I'm tired of seeing it. This is actually refreshing. I was yeah. like, it's nice to see them actually try to pull it off realistically. I I I especially bought it at the beginning when they're just kind of chilling on the ground and it kind of pans past them. You know, like, I bought it for sure. What kind of dogs are under there? That's what <laughs> I said. Big ass costume. Yeah, that's what it's I said. Those, those costumes are huge. Yeah, I was so like, what kind of how dogs in there? Yeah. yeah, those things were those things were rough. But Impressive. I, I, I still think the general kills. That's a human skull. Yeah, I think no, it, I, I think, think it's. A, a, I think it's a human I'm gonna, skull. I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google, gonna Google it. Maybe maybe it's the skull of a giant or bone. or it's a femur bone or <laughs> it's the skull of a troll. Could be a yeah a troll skull. That if you want to oh. talk about the worst special effects, like whatever costuming they used for the trolls was like. <laughs> fucking half ass. You didn't as hell. like that? Yeah. I thought they looked disgusting. They just slapped some black yeah. paint on some naked dude and like no. put a fucking mask did, on. No, him. did anyone has anyone seen the new Land of the Lost movie that Will Ferrell did like a yes. couple years ago? Yeah, yeah. He looked. Like, I, I when I saw that troll drum down, I was like Chaka, Chaka, Land of the Lost. Uh, that's I funny, used to yeah. love that TV show. That movie is great. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, the trolls are. I mean, here's the thing. I like the way that they crawl on the the. It was freaky, right? Was freaky. I was that like, was "What the freaky. fuck is that, dude?" As he's crawling underneath the bridge, yeah. it's just the silhouette that's was sick. That's I will agree. Agree. That was Kyle, though. The, the close-ups, not good. Are just like not eh. necessary. It's half gray gorilla from Congo yeah. and half Chaka from Land of the Lost. <laughs> that's the only way I can think of describing. And all it. half-assed. <laughs> I thought um, they were like disgusting, so it worked for me. Can I talk I about like, something else Willow, in shit. this film that's like uh, the Shalindra's wand? What oh, the stick? Yeah, yeah. What the, like that thing is the most <laughs> chaotic <laughs> fucking weapon I've ever like wand I've ever heard of. Like he points this at things and. <laughs> It turns a fucking troll into a brain and then a dragon. <laughs> yeah, that shit was pretty awesome though. When I mean, that it turned was into- disgusting. I, it's the one thing where I was like, as a child, I was like, how did I? How did well, I what's funny? Right? What's funny? Because the nightmares. Because the, the the wizard lady, she tells him to use the wand against the troll, and I just was thinking to myself the whole time. I was like, is that what she wanted to have happen? It to turn into this two headed fire breathing fucking mutant. Like, well, I don't know. That thing, too, I was like, I, it's I weird. just think Willow is a really fucking bad sorcerer. I remember the, those dragons scaring the fuck out of me as a kid. Like, they I was like, are. They're, they're weird looking. They look like they got ball sacks oh, on their chins. And a strong like a shark face kind of yeah. looking thing. Like, it felt like a rancor beast to and, me. And, and, and Cody's really? showing yeah, me the, uh, the mask of the general. That is definitely not a human skull. Not a human skull. That looks like a. It looks like a gorilla. Yeah, sharp maybe, does. maybe you know what? Maybe, maybe on one of his adventures, he had to go find some a, diamonds. You know how badass some... of a man you got to be to take down a gorilla with a fucking sword? Like a gorilla can I rip your he hands over off. Me <laughs> I was making, I was making a Congo joke, and he talked right over me. Yeah, that's weird that could... Cody would ever, <laughs> ever, <laughs> talk yeah, over like he would ever impede a Congo under, joke. Yeah. The first Congo time I've ever seen man, that. that's the first time ever. But yeah, Shalinda's wants like it's like I don't know, man. Even when she turns from uh, what is it like an op- like a possum or some shit to like a bird, it's kind of a violent transformation. Where like the yeah yeah like it comes it out of the blitz out of the old body. Yeah. Here's my question though too. I don't like I, that that's how you transfer. I man. saw that it was labeled as a possum, but that is not a possum. No, it's like not. A, it's not. They like say a, what it is in the movie. What a muskrat. It's not a muskrat. I think that's what they say. It's it's no, that's something from that thing's from Australia. It's a <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. That, whatever that creature is, I've seen enough shows. Yeah, I think it might be a muskrat. I know it's from Australia. Listen, our Australian viewers and listeners, they're gonna come out of the woodwork and they'll be like, "Yeah, dude, that's like a like a dingo." No. They're gonna, they're gonna yeah. say it's gotta it's gonna have a name like that's a palamonoc. Palamonoc. Save the palamonoc. <laughs> A what? A Puala Zoo. They're going to know. know. It's a scientific name. <laughs> they're going to know. They're like, idiots. This is this kind of animal. It's a or muskrat. It's a muskrat. It's yeah. a muskrat. That it's was muskrat. not what it was. That's definitely what that it was. That is not what it was. That picture you showed me was not what it was. I felt very annoyed with that character. That's a no. muskrat. Yeah, that, looks, that was not that's what it. it was. That's it. That was not what was used in this film. Anyways. You were annoyed with that character? I was a little bit annoyed with her voice until she turned into a human. Then I was like, well, oh, okay. Well, you know yeah. why? It's because they have to give, they're giving away that she's an old lady. Yeah, because she keeps saying, I'm a young, young yeah. beautiful, whatever. Yes. Her voice sounds o- older, too. Yeah. So. Do you think that she was, like, that's the part, because when well, she looks at her hands for the first time, she's kind of so like, long how long has it been? Yeah. yeah, that's what she says. She's she the, goes, has it been this long? Yeah. And yeah. when she was turned into a creature, she, she was, was a young, beautiful woman. It's kind of sad. It's a yeah. real sad moment. She's been on that island. She's been on that <laughs> island forever. There's a couple forever. of those. Yeah. There's a couple of real sad moments in this film. You know, a daughter you know, betrays her mother. If this is a kids movie, like I like that they layered some of this weird kind of dark shit in there too. Like this, like like I mean, I thought th- about the scene when she does get turned into a human and she's naked, and you kind of see that, and it's kind of a weird imagery, especially if you're for a, if for a kid. It was for even for me, you know. Yeah. I was like, that was the eighties. Yeah, but I was like, I, I kind of like that. It, it 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 was still in the like it was included in like a kids film or a family film to have some of these like darker, more adult themes, you know, and that a kid wouldn't really think too much about. Yeah, well, this is like I feel like this is kind of the Lucas style. Like even in, if you watch Indiana Jones, there's darker themes in Indiana I mean, Jones. That's than, not a kids but, movie though. I would say. It well, kind of is, yeah. I don't think any of them rated R. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I saw every. I don't, I don't think they're filmed with the intention of. I saw every single kids. one of those. This at- is a, that Willow is a film designed for kids. 
Willow's but, designed for kids and adults, which I think that's the kind well, of the design of Star I, I Wars that, and for like, and they, Indiana Jones. There, I mean, there are there are blades that go through bodies in this. Oh film. yeah, there's yeah. blood. I mean, it's not super violent. The, I I do remember there is a scene where Sorsha is like, there's a close up of her, and there is blood on her sword, like yeah. kind of like a little smear of it. But like, yeah, I feel like they do definitely do the Lucas trick of like. No one that gets stabbed, you ever see their face. Yeah, they're very like careful. Like stormtrooper yeah. death. But they melt a uh, uh, they melt a chaka in this. We just, yeah, but I don't think we care about the chaka. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. not, they're not human. That, ch- so we a don't chaka care. does rip its own body open into a brain and then turn into a ball sack. <laughs> ball sack dragon. <laughs> a ball sack dragon. <laughs> That's what I, but which leads me to the belief, like you, like you said, I remember as a kid, yeah, it was a little... Weird to see like a woman like naked woman's back, right? Right. When that happens, I remember as a kid being a little weirded out by that. But I'm also like unbelievably surprised how like now watching this movie, there are scenes that didn't traumatize me as good. Like when those when everybody turns into a fucking pig, right? right. I was like, how right? did this not traumatize <laughs> yeah. That whole scene was fucking dark, yeah. man. Yeah. I didn't really remember that. I'm like fuck. And it was so. It wasn't just like. Boop into a pig. It was no, like this it was grotesque it was mutation, like American yeah. werewolf in London mutation. Yeah, reverse, <laughs> like Jesus. But don't, I don't remember that being a thing. I'm as a kid being like, "This is the scary part." Yeah, but I definitely remember like there's a woman's nude back. Yeah, there's. A, we don't see I, anything. I, I but... like that there's scary parts. You know what I mean? That they did try to push the boundaries a <laughs> yeah. little bit on that. It's not like an Amish man. What? There's a woman's, love... there's, there's a woman's nude back. I was taken back. I was gasped for breath. He's just really dwelling on this woman's nude back. No, but Chris is right because I do remember that scene as a kid and I being mean, like, this is weird. Can I tell you what I re- what scene I forgot and I remember and it's going back to the, the ball sack dragons? Ball sack dragons. I forgot about them. But that scene is so fucking badass because yeah, it is. he walks, Mad Morgan walks into that place, he walks in the armory, and is like, oh yeah, I can set some traps. And then he's like, that armor is mine. And then puts that yeah, shit on yeah. and just comes out and is like, get ready to get, man the catapult. Some of those catapults are weak as hell. Yeah, that one, that first catapult. What is that like yeah. a kid kid's catapult? That like, barely like throws my first catapult. Barely throws something <laughs> metal at a guy on a horse. Price. Yeah, <laughs> and he had to really over oversell it. But when he gets when Mad Morgan Morgan gets on the uh, catapult, yeah, dude, he's and he's right killing the people, yeah, and then he's like, and she's watching down below, and he's like, yeah, you like that? <laughs> and he cuts a string, and he flies over to his home, and he saves his he home. Goes right into the wall. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, it was not, it wasn't graceful. I also got, like, <laughs> no. I like the part where he decides he's gonna take out the ball sack dragon, and he he gives a look for a second where he looks at, it and he's like, and he like shakes his head that. Ah fuck! Here we go, and like I'm gonna do this fucking crazy move, <laughs> and he like jumps on the back of this thing and just like it. Uh, that shot it, particularly yeah. is really funny because you could. Like, I thought that looked a little corny, like when he's like he's like riding it like. Oh a fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's on, awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome, but it's also kind of awful. You're like, right. When you look at it now, you're kind of <laughs> like. Can I ask the okay, question? Can but, I ask the question though? Why does its head explode? Uh, I think I think as I understood it, it tries to fire like a like a flame and it blows his own head up because there's a sword like piercing through his huh head i mean i don't know dragon physics that makes sense no, and who knows ball sack dragons could be different from regular you know, dragons. I, I don't study those and here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> unlike the hydra when one ball sack dragon goes the, the other ball go. sack just gives up well, it's true <laughs> true in life it's true you, in life you too. cut off one head you kill the beast <laughs> yeah that's true, true. In life. let's take a break when we come back we'll talk more about willow question go ahead what's going on with magic willow and his wrist yeah you notice that like every time it hurts his wrist it hurts his wrist very it's very well this is what you don't know it's very a lot of torque in magic (laughs) a lot of torque (laughs) you gotta have strong wrists for magic i think well they they say that 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 uh she says 
anybody can do magic, but it's incredibly painful for the beginners. Really? That's what she says it, to him. But you feel it in your wrist, like 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 carpal tunnel syndrome, bro. That's well, what yeah. Like you're, bicep curls. You're, yeah, your wrist. <laughs> you feel it there. Your wrist is clearly the conduit for magic. Gotcha. It's not There's your fingers. Yeah. No, that kind of makes sense. Force and energy coming out of it that it hurts. Yeah, he's got to hold on while it's fucking shaking. Yeah. But I do like I do like his his uh, Willow's like journey. Like you know, he kind of like redeems himself in a weird way. He, I mean, he, he he's like, kind of a pushover in the beginning, yeah. a little bit, but he's like struggling. Oh, to they be show like, it. They show it in the first the first scene when his kids are like, he's like, I got to do work. I can't play with you all the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and this kind of teaches. I them thought to that be was brave. an endearing then, scene, though. Come what? on. I, yeah, but when he flipped out on his daughter for getting pregnant, when he thought that baby was hers. Mm-hmm. That was what crazy. Did that happen? No, no it didn't Christ happen at all. I was like, God damn. You're a child! <laughs> Babies have a baby! <laughs> no, like, I, I think Willow, like, his journey from being, like, I mean, he becomes, I guess we can only assume by the end of this, a great sorcerer at some point in time, but I mean... Well, we don't know. There was never a sequel. But there, there should like, be. He, he gains, like, the, the confidence in himself to actually turn uh, Finn Rizal and into a human. Well, That's I, the first thing. But like, I like the ending of this because he he basically Wizard of Oz is like Bav Morda. His yes, he does, and, yes. and it's great. I yeah. I thought it was fantastic. And what's funny, what's funny is like, you know, as like a as a as a movie watcher, you should be able to pick up on these kind of subtle hints that oh, this is going to come back in some way. And I actually bought it. I was like, you made the baby disappear, like. <laughs> Good for him. Like I don't know what he fucking did. And then after like a few seconds, I was like, "Oh shit!" He just pulled a fucking. He, he pulled a fucking. <laughs> he pulled a fucking carny ass trick. I yeah. like that though. Yeah, I like when stuff like that happens. I, I like that too because he spends this entire film chasing after this dream of being this crazy sorcerer, a real yeah. one. And really, what saves the day is parlor tricks, right? Exactly. It doesn't take magic. It just takes like I mean, wit. He finally, does yep. throw one of those acorns. Which yeah, it does. For a second there, well, misses. We no. grab. She, she grabs it. it. Oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the time when he dropped it. Oh yeah, he yeah. drops the first one. She grabs it the second time, and then she's kind of like, "What kind of fucking magic is this?" Like she didn't, she didn't, she didn't see this in her her wizard book or something like yeah. that. <laughs> like she missed this part. It was in the back. Was and her arm like freezing or it, something? It's turning, it's turning into stone, stone Chris. Into stone. Did you even watch the movie? You didn't care about Willow. There's a lot of details in this movie. I think it's like I think it's cool is when she shakes it off and then she, like. Shakes her arm out, yeah. and then there's just dust comes yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool scene. It, it just it worked. It just was well done, well yeah. timed. What do you guys like... think about the wizard fight between the the the, the that, old sorcerer ladies? That I'm not like super thrilled about. Yeah. Yeah. I like that it turns into just an old lady fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like actually more entertained when they were like just these old ladies like fighting wrestling, wrestling with each other. <laughs> it goes from like it goes from like you know Yoda fighting the Emperor and like Attack of the Clones <laughs> to like. They lives fight. Yeah, <laughs> in the <does>. streets. Yeah, <laughs> just they're just going at it. Um, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think where I want to go with this. It's just yeah. I mean, because you can't top an old lady fight. It's just can. been proven. You can't. I, I mean, just I never know. That's something you don't realize either when you're younger. Like so, that there's two old women fucking wrestling. But I do want to talk about like so when like when I guess what she was trying to do is she she has the baby. Right, she's it's yeah. a baby's on the altar. Gotcha. She's trying to send it to some kind of dark realm, right? I was going to ask a question about this. The too. lightning bolt sends her to the dark realm, right? Was His... yes, yes, that's what happened. My 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 initial question before you jump in is this the longest ceremony ever? Yes, because yeah, it, takes a whole night. <laughs> it starts. It starts at night. They have the baby, and all they have to do is light twelve candles, and that takes a day and a half. Here's my question <laughs> for it. Do. The whole time, I thought she was just trying to kill the baby. Why does she have to do this whole ritual? No, what if she to, just she kills to... the baby? She can't just kill the baby. No, no, no. no she's no, she's trying. Thing. She's. I think if I, I remember correctly, she's yeah. trying to kill the baby to like to, to absorb some 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 sort of like power from that or something. But she doesn't need it. She's already like a powerful ass. No, she's just trying to avoid being like. Hey, you! Hey, you know somebody's gonna be murdering you. You could fucking. You're not gonna just go, you know, like get them and kill them. You're gonna like oh, ritual. You gotta, get, you gotta, you gotta go ritual, ritual that him. shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. fucking silly spend me. a lot of time on biblical. Silly me. She definitely. I mean, she's sending it to some other. She says like some she, I think dark she's dimension. Just, she's just killing it. But here's a question I don't understand. She's not killing it. I mean, all she had to do was stab Putting the it baby. In a limbo or something. Yeah. 
the thing I don't understand is like when she was Hustle underneath the back. lightning bolt, like did she just miss the timing or something like that? No, like, they the the she 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 asked for the lightning to strike once. Well, she, lightning struck twice, but she just happened to get all that red shit spilled on her. It was it was a freak. She didn't she didn't like. She didn't call down a bolt of lightning in that scene. What is the the, the red juice yeah, attracts lightning? Juice? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's just was, a freak moment. And I think man. the red Fucking juice was part hit. of the ceremony, and then when blood? she spilled it, it threw the ceremony off. The ceremony was over, and lightning just came down. That's what I think. Yeah, but I was the, okay. the whole time I was like, why is she doing the ceremony just to kill this baby? Like, hey man, just, can't you, you just when you're stab so- the baby? No, drop when you're a, rock a sorcerer, on the baby, you just gotta drop fucking, the baby. Why didn't she? Why didn't she just kill the whole army outside? No, she had to like turn them into pigs. Yeah, it's that villain syndrome. That's it, the villain it, it, it syndrome. It is. You got to do everything. Double O seven. Yeah, definitely. Double O seven. No fun anymore just to kill somebody. Yeah, she's moved past that. She's bored. She's got to turn them into pigs. Got to play games and shit. Really funny if if it was like an Austin Powers moment with the general Babuda. Why don't you? Just stab the baby, and she's just like, "No, we have to send that off to a mystical land somewhere." I could take my giant sword and just stab it and end this right now. Okay, yes, you know, but uh, you yeah. know what, Skullface? <laughs> All right, shut up. Go guard the outside. I'm sorry. Do you have your doctorate in evil yeah. and wizardry? Yeah. Why don't you show me some sorcery magic? I'll, I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah. You have nothing. <laughs> True. I'm surprised it didn't go away. Let's say we rate this man with jams. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. Uh, are are yeah. we gonna are we gonna rate it Wilhelm screams? How many? Because God <laughs> damn it! God <laughs> damn it! How many um, um how many Buseys we giving this? Said <laughs> <laughs> so how many Buseys? We're not giving many. We're gonna giving it ball sack dragons. I feel like we're yeah. talking about ball sack dragons this whole time. I did, ball sack it definitely, dragons. It definitely was like it, it, it took the top <laughs> theme, top theme sick for metal this. Band. I think what we learned ball sack dragons. What we learned about Willow is ball sack dragons sell. They sell. <laughs> let's yeah, Chris, start, think about that in your next. Let's short start. Film. Let's start with. Let's start with. Uh, I think the quietest member of uh, this episode. Let's start with Kyle. Was that the quietest episode? I feel like you were. My first time watching this movie. Um, pleasantly surprised. I fucking. I gotta say, like, I really enjoyed this movie. You know, there's been several movies we've reviewed on the show where it's like you guys all had these memories from your childhood of it, and I just didn't get that, and it didn't connect with me. But I connected so strongly with this movie, and I think it has a lot to do with the direct the direction, the script, the story, the way the characters actually developed. And how they interact with one another. I thought it was a fun adventure. I had, I told Mike, I had a fucking blast watching this movie. Um, you know, if I'm gonna like knock anything, yeah, I think pacing in the beginning is a little rough, but I think the film's still trying to find itself in the beginning. And really, as an audience, I'm still trying to find out the direction that it's going to take and where the adventure is. You know what I mean? So. Um, I'll knock it for that. Um, so I'm gonna come in at a four on this one. I think I thought this was a fantastic movie, and I, I'm glad Mike picked it because I fucking enjoyed it. I mean, I was you know what? I'll go next because that's so funny that you picked a four. Because on the way over here, I was like, man, what will I give it? Like, I like it is like little kid Cody is like, yeah. <laughs> and adult Cody's like, yeah, no, I still like this, but you know, I gotta be. I was in between a three point five and a four. Yeah. And I think since you kind of swayed me towards the four, since you were a first time watcher, you could still connect with this film. That's the thing, man. The music's fun in this movie. The actors all look like they're having a good time. It's a, it's, it's just a fun, it's a fun film. At no point, the danger feels dangerous, but you don't ever feel like you're in ever in danger. But you do feel like your character, someone could die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you feel safe at the same time. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know because you're laughing. <laughs> but. uh I like this movie a lot, man. Uh, I, I go with a four too. It's just, it's a fun time. It's a good film. Uh, again, yeah, I think pacing a little bit and them damn swipes, they bother me. I got to put this. <laughs> yeah. I'm anti-swipe. Yeah, the swipes just get to me. <laughs> I'm going uh, to make a short film that's just star swipes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll see it, see it at the next uh, um, Jerome Film yeah, Festival. You're, you're <laughs> Joke took too long. Not funny. <laughs> Chris! Uh... God, man, I really want to give this a four point five. Um, you can, I mean, yeah, I'm going no to. I'm stopping good. you. I guess I didn't see I you go. Can I just say I didn't see you go on this high? So I'm ready. I'm excited to hear this. Yeah, the only thing I can really complain about in this film um, is the pacing. I think it's too long. Two uh, two hours and five minutes. It felt like it 
to me as an adult. Um, but I still enjoyed everything that happened in the film. You know, I definitely um, felt that nostalgia while I was watching it. Like things that I, I, I forgot that I knew about came back when I watched those characters in the film. And uh, yeah, there is like this just childlike, you know, like personality that the film has and uh, the adventure story. I mean, you know, I think the fact that, you know, Warwick Davis, it's like, you know, he he has like a childlike quality to him. So you're on this adventure with him the whole time. And he's a really good actor in this. He really pulls it off. He makes you feel for him. He makes you care about him. Um, all the other supporting characters are great. They're scary. They're, you know, silly. It, it just has like a nice mix of everything. You know, I know it gets kind of like maybe overlooked because it, people think it's too childish or too too much for kids. But I think there's enough for adults in this film, too, to make it just like a really well-rounded film. Like Ron Howard knows how to make a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not perfect. You know, obviously, you know, the pacing bo- bothers me. But yeah, 4.5. Like it's it, it's still good. It holds up. Mike. Let's hear that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. After all of this. No, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna mirror Chris, man. I like I just love this film, man. And and I, I think we're all gonna say the same thing. I think that there are times in this movie where the pacing's a little slow. It has to find itself, but when it picks back, I mean I'm telling you, right? Well, as soon as that get get on that shield, man, mm-hmm. it is just battle after battle. Uh the only thing I would give it a slack for is maybe the brownie jokes. They're a little they get a little they get a little much sometimes. But, I mean, they're no more irritating than, like, I guess Ewoks, I suppose. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it, uh, yeah, I'm giving it uh, <laughs> nine ball sack <laughs> nine? nine? Nine. Oh, because, yeah. Oh, 4.5. Yeah. Two. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, you know what, man, that you said that is, like, the brownies aren't as bad as Jar Jar Binks. They're not. They're not. They're not as bad as Jar Jar Binks. They're not because they have a mischievous, like you said, at the at, at, deep-rooted inside of them, they're just... Like shit bags. Yeah, no, they they, they, they are. They're they, just, they're they not wanna, good. They're not good creatures. They want well, to fuck no, that they, human girl. Yeah, they <laughs> but have they're a, like the size of her finger. Yeah, what the fuck are they, they gonna do? They Man, have somewhat I of a moral to, compass. There's a scene. There's the scene where Val Kilmer is dressed up like a woman, and he's in that room, and the fucking lug comes in, the husband of the lady he's hooking up with, and. <laughs> He thinks she's a woman, and and Lug starts to come after Val Kilmer, and he like grabs her fucking tit. Yeah, and it, I was like, "Damn!" Like I, that's something. Like I don't know why. It just that was another thing that struck me. I was like, "This is a kids' movie. Like this is a movie that kids were watching." Yeah, that like, was a weird moment. He grabs like, it her. It felt really aggressive. And like, and not only that, but hilarious. There's no like, way. Like, it, did this guy never feel a breast before? <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like. A really, a really fluffy pillow. Right? It was, it was like a deflated insane. basketball. Just insanely <laughs> but drunk. I like, I like how Val Kilmer like slaps his hand away like immediately. Like it's so f- like they do it very cleverly to where it's Listen, like funny. It's dude, not. I, will, I like how he progresses though will, from that dress throughout the rest of the movie. <laughs> right? It's just that more and more of that dress is just kind of going away. And there's all these jokes about them cutting off his dick. Like oh yeah. you're you're gonna be you're gonna really be a woman after this. Blah blah. blah. Like it's like they kind of push it a little bit. I will yeah. say, man. Val Kilmer's charm in this film is like a ten. Yeah, he's on Charmsville, bro. What's that? What's that scene where he gets hit with in the face with the dust and he starts getting? That's he gets when he high. falls in love with her. Is that yeah. why I call it yes. high fantasy? Because he got real uh, fucking high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> high fantasy. All, All right. right. He was what was that high. shit though? That's the uh, love potion. It was the, it was, they said it was the love the potion? dust of yeah of love. dust of desire or some something shit like, like that. that. Yeah. Damn, it's a love okay. potion. Gotcha. Is, that, is that also Chris's new podcast, High Fantasy? Love he gets yeah. super yeah. high and watches fantasy. Hey, what's up? It's yeah. me, Chris. It's High Fantasy. I got fucked up, and uh, we're going to talk about some fantasy That's football. Right. Yeah. <laughs> fantasy football. I don't know. Which I know sports, nothing about. But, uh, yeah. So, how about that? Uh, I think I'm high enough to that, talk about that it. That number 32, right? <laughs> so, Mark McGuire scored a touchdown. <laughs> I think, that, I think they call him Chris, the big he, the big unit, right? Chris, he played baseball and he doesn't even play anymore. That was years ago. <laughs> All right, guys, that's our show for this week. But do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review if you want to support the show, and we'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. Also, you can check out our Redbubble page, Colt Film Shop, or search CFIR, 
and you can support us that way. You can also follow us on social media at Cult Film underscore Review on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook and then on YouTube also. Then you can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at Cult Film underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at Cult Film underscore Chris on Instagram. And then you can follow my cat at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. That's our show. Remember, if you're going to join the cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next week. Here we go. <laughs> Warwick Davis on the road. <laughs> He's got to get his baby back home. But it's not his baby, though, but it's the baby of the land. <laughs> and it's a baby with the plan to save them all. <laughs> <laughs>